Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, the first one of 2020. It is so hard to believe that is the beginning of the new decade, beginning of a new year, and for many people, this is the first full work week of the new year for them, or they may have just been coming back to work. And I am excited today for so many reasons with the idea of all the possibilities of what can happen psychologically for people when they think about beginning of a new year and a new decade. So I wanted to start out this new year talking about something that is probably one of the biggest issues that so many people keep asking me. Ask me question after question after question around the topic, around publishing, around books. Everybody seems to want to write a book. After they write a book, they're like, well, how do I get the book published? How do I sell it? Or a very frequent question Laura, I wrote a book, my publisher did nothing, and the book's not selling. I mean, I sold 10, and that was to my family. So today, I am I'm so honored to have as a guest on my show today for the first show of the new decade, my friend, my literary agent, Michael Ebling, uh, founder of the Ebling Agency. He has sold books to every major publisher um, he's worked with Neil Donald Walsh, Deepak Chopra, Dr. Michael Murray, Alan Cohen, and yours truly, myself. I'm excited to say he is stepping big time back into helping authors um, market their books, sell their books, hit lists, but beyond that, make a living with their message of their books. So, uh, Michael, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, good morning. Thank you, Laura. I really appreciate it, and I'm honored to be on your show starting out the new year, and uh, we go way back. This is this will be a lot of fun. Yeah, and before the show started, we were talking about the moment we first met and, and all of that wonderfulness that arrived with that, and I want to say, to start out, congratulations. I You just got engaged. Oh, yes. Thank you. That's, uh, it's a great joy, and actually, it's uh, truly... Uh, uh, my fiance really is the secret sauce behind all of the shift in, in in how the publishing world is being approached and how authors are are making lots of money and building their businesses with their books as tools these days. And she has really uh, synthesized all of this together with um, some of the, the work we've been doing uh, uh, together. So it's yeah, that's uh, it's it's a win across the board because she's an amazing woman. I'm very lucky, and she's very, very smart in the world of of the online world. So Sounds like we should have had her on the show, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's certainly my message, but she's figured out a way to to really help uh, authors succeed. And uh, we've had some amazing success stories. And, uh, I mean, people are just getting great traction out there with their books these days. And so I um, feel very fortunate to have a, a marriage on, on a lot of levels. I think that is so powerful because... If we don't have that support in our family and our friendships, everything seems to be a little more empty and a little bit harder to do in the world today. And you have that support, and you've been that support to some, for so many people. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a it's a, it's a beautiful union in terms of uh, being able to blend your, as you said, your personal life and your business life. And from from my perspective, um, ultimately to empower authors to be able to go out there and spread their message. Um, it's a very very complicated world for authors, as you as you said in the preface there, and how challenging it can really be to go out there. Um, you know, most authors think, okay, well, you know, I just spent the last two or three years, I've written my book, okay, now I'm just going to get picked up by a publisher, and everything's going to work out, I'm going to be famous, and I'm going to be on Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil, and my book's going to sell a lot, but tons of books, and I'm going to be rich, and, um, and little, little do they know that uh, their job just started, and there's so much work ahead of them, um, especially if they are choosing the traditional route of publishing with traditional publishers, because um, the next step is to find the agent, and that's a very, very excruciating process. It can take uh, you know months, if not years. They have to write a very big book proposal. It's like a business proposal for their book. Uh, it can be 30 or 40 pages as a book proposal, and then it uh, also has <clears throat> your sample, sample chapters in there and all the competitive analysis. It's a, it's a big build, and that's just after they finished their book, and now they go out to look for an agent, and then uh, they send out query, query letters with the book proposal attached, and um, it can be very painful experience because agents are rather ruthless and um, publishers are the same because they're expecting authors to have these big commercially viable what they call platforms and it's difficult because authors have spent most of their time writing the book and now writing the book proposal but they have not been focused on the marketing aspect and these publishers and agents want the author to have books or to have platforms that are already established big uh, email list, big following on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, those types of things, national media, regional media, <clears throat> speaking engagements. They want everything in place so that they can feel confident if they publish the book that they will break even or make money. Um, and the publishing industry is really um, quite... Um, quite a, a competitive space. Uh, it's becoming more and more of that these days because Amazon has 70% of the book sales. Uh, the book stores are shrinking, and uh, with all the e-formats, it's a very, very competitive space. So this process of becoming an author in the traditional sense has become very, very difficult, and so that's why uh, we, we've come up with a way to basically uh, use these books as tools and fulcrums to help authors build their message, build their list, build their following, and make a lot of money. You know, I find it fascinating because I, I hear people all the time, I get this question all the time, Laura, you know, you got an agent, you got a publisher, you, you hit the top of the list, you won book awards... I I just want to do that, and and my publisher is going to help me do that once I finally get a deal. And you know, you just talked about Michael this process. You know, the book proposals, the, the query letters, and all that. But a lot of people now are like, well, I can just self-publish, and it's sort of like the the movie Field of Dreams. They feel like if they publish, they will come. And I feel like there's this naivete in not only in book 
marketing and authorship, but everybody just seems like I start a business and everybody's just going to want what I'm selling. Yeah, it's it's a really great point, Laura. The you know the situation is is when you think about uh, what it took a doctor or a lawyer or a CPA to actually become a doctor or a lawyer or a CPA. Uh, you know, it's years and years of study. It, uh, it's very expensive. It's a ton of time. I mean, you, you, we're talking, for, you know, for some of those professions, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, you know, there's testing and accreditation associations. And, and then, you know, even to, if you will, open up a yogurt shop, uh, you know, you have a huge infrastructure build. You have to have all your machines, your employees, your leases, and all of those things. And um, being an author, treating the author, uh, as a business is what authors really have to look at because I just know so many authors who have spent so much money, um, you know, just right out of the gate. I mean, an author will drop twelve to fifteen thousand dollars on a PR firm, uh, you know, when their book comes out, and the needle doesn't move, you know, at all, very much, or at all for for those authors. Um, they'll, you know, get into marketing programs. They'll. You know, they'll run around chasing these books down these dark rabbit holes, and they have to be very, very careful about how they treat uh, their business as, you know, as an author and their book. Because uh, when you look at the whole paradigm or the whole business model, your book is truly the lowest uh, margin tool in your tool bag. You, you know, you make a dollar fifty to two fifty, you know, a book on a book royalty. You have to sell a lot of books to make a real living, and you have to do that every month, and you're going to be doing that most likely all by yourself. The publishers really aren't going to give you, you know, much help in the marketing aspects of, of your book. They'll package it. They'll put it together. They'll get it in the bookstores, but it's up to you to drive traffic, and that will be pretty much with any model in today's, um, in today's world. Now, if you're a very high-profile author and you have a lot of media, you know, the publisher is going to pay attention to you. They, you know, the top 2 or 3% of their books, they do put marketing dollars in, but the re- remainder of the, the authors out there really are what they call you know, catalog stuffers. And it's to make sure that their catalogs look relevant in the spring and the summer and the fall editions, but they don't necessarily put a lot of time and effort uh, into the marketing of, of those authors' books. So. so what can an author do? And, and I know there's so many levels, and we can only go so deep on this particular call interview, Michael, but... What are some things that can an author can begin to do before they publish, after they publish, and then after, after, after they've published? Yes, exactly. Well, I think the main thing to think about, as I, as I alluded to in the, in the previous section, is that you know, it really is, uh, the, the being an author is, is you're in a business, you're creating a business. And so, um, and I'm specifically speaking more today about nonfiction books. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if there are fiction writers out there, but that is what I represent. Anything in the nonfiction prescriptive how to area. So it can be business or parenting or relationships or health. Those kinds of books are what, what we represent. And when you think about that, ultimately, most of those books, there's a message. 
And that message is how to be, have a better relationship, how to build a better business, how to, you know, how to be healthier, how to be stronger. All of those prescriptive how-to messages all have a message. And so as you're building out your book and you're, um, and you're writing the book and you're thinking about this book, you have to think about what kinds of other things that you can sell that have higher margins in them. And you know those can there's there's an array of things people can do. They can have you know one-on-one coaching with people. They can have live events. Uh, they can have masterminds. They can have so many different kinds of programs where people can go deeper into the message. Books are kind of one-dimensional. It kind of is the thing that starts people down the path and gets people excited about a particular topic. But where people have real transformation in those types of books is in community, in support with the author, in video, all of the things that actually help move people in transformation. The book's a great starter piece, but ultimately if someone really wants to fix whatever the problem is, they need more of a program. So authors need to kind of think about their business um, in, in these stages as the book's kind of the first stage, but then ultimately you want to bring them through to the next stage where they have a, you have a program or some kind of a coaching or consulting business or something where you're working either more one-on-one or more a group with. Okay, I think we lost Michael. Michael, are you still there? Yep, I'm here. Okay, you, you went dark there for a second. So okay. You said more support from the author where they're working one-on-one, whether it's through video, and then you kind of went dead. Oh, okay, sorry. So basically, you know, um, where, where they're going to have real transformation is when they're in community and in support with uh, respect to um, working with the author and helping them to transform where a book kind of is one-dimensional and it will be more difficult if you're not, if, if uh, the reader's not in some kind of a community, some kind of a support system, some kind of an area where they actually have more help to help them transform or fix whatever problem is the book is addressing. Okay, so when somebody is thinking about writing, a, we're using nonfiction books as an example, so like, We'll use mine. What would a wise woman do? Questions to ask along the way. I know that when I first wrote the book, one of the things that you said to me was not necessarily what's my platform, but how am I going to build my platform? How am I going to take what I had for so many years from my tech days and get people to want to share with me what's going on? And one of the things we came up with was, I began writing a workbook around my book. So is those, that some of the kind of things that you're talking about that my listeners, they're like, I wrote the book, I don't know what else to do. They could put together a workbook, whether it be a video course workbook with some PDFs or something else? Yeah, absolutely. So any way that could kind of help uh, fast track the learning process. So it could be a video series. It could be, as you said, a workbook. It could be PDFs with additional lessons. Um, anything that's going to help people uh, jump into the, the material of the book either it, faster and in more depth. Um, you know, the, the challenge with the publishing industry this day, these days, which is quite amazing with such an online world that we live in, is that 95% of the time, the author does not know who buys their book. Yeah. 
I find that mind blowing. Yeah. So if they buy it at Amazon or in you know a bookstore in the airports or Barnes and Noble or independent bookstores, you don't know who buys your book. So you've done all of this work to write the book and find an agent and get it published. And you know this could be years. It could have been your whole life. This message most often for people in this space is their whole life, whether they're a chiropractor or you know, a health coach or a weight loss person or a relationship person, they've spent their whole life grooming this message. They got their book out. The book's out in the bookstores. It's all ready to go. Then a reader comes along and buys the book, and they don't know who that person is. Now you've made a dollar fifty to two fifty on a royalty, and you don't even know who that person is. How are you going to reach them? How are you going to help them? How are you going to take them deeper into the messages and the programs you have to offer if you don't know who that reader is? I mean, it's pretty antiquated, pretty pretty old school for such an industry where you would think that you would have access to the people who are buying your books. And I know that one of the things that you've been helping people with over a lot of years, and especially now, is getting and capturing that email. So what can people do, Michael? So what, we're, what we've been doing and what we've been building is deciding to do a trade in the marketplace for, again, the lowest tool, lowest margin tool in your toolbox, your book, for the email address. So basically we set up these uh, free plus shipping uh, funnels for people, and it basically you trade the book in the marketplace for the email address. You build out a book bonus page with on your website or on your landing page with all with your book plus a ton of bonuses and you ask people to buy the book from you. Now usually this is set up so that you you kind of break even. You you know, you say it's a free book and it's seven dollars and ninety five cents for shipping and handling. You get the book for four or five dollars, it costs you three or four bucks to ship, and you break even. So where's the money in this, right? Well, the, cha- the, the, the where it gets exciting is is that the email address and the relationship to the person who actually bought your book is worth twelve dollars to you annually. So it's actually worth five to eight times the value of the actual book royalty. That's a, you know dollar fifty to two fifty. So we do this exchange in the marketplace. Now you have them on your list. Now you know who's reading your book. Now you can love them up and you can nurture them and you can support them and you can give them lots of free content so that they can go deeper into your message and guess what? Want to work with you further because they're reading your book. You've shifted their consciousness. They understand this is something they need to fix or want to fix and you bring them through a sequence that's really, as I said, very supportive and, and has a lot of content around your topic. And then ultimately, guess where they're heading towards? They're heading towards one of your higher margin programs. That could be $199, $299, $599. could be any price point you want that to be, depending upon you know, the genre you're in and the, and the program you've created. So it's, it's the way to really work with people and to help them transform versus selling these books out there you don't know who buys the book and that's the end of the relationship and you made a dollar fifty or two fifty okay so you set up a web page where you're going to do the the free plus shipping for your book now granted the book's got to be a good book it's got to be free of errors and all that other stuff so we're assuming all of that correct yeah no these books 
this is your branding tool. They have to be very professional. And, you know, I, I am more of a fan of what they call hybrid publishers these days, which is actually the publisher that one of the publishers that published your book, Morgan James Publishing, um, than I am of a lot of the do-it-yourself self-publishing models. Now, there are great self-publishing service companies out there that I would recommend, but it, it, when someone doesn't have the skill set and they just pop on to Amazon to create their books or you know Ingram Spark or any of these companies and just go out there and try to do it them all themselves, I find that, um, that the books, you can smell a self-published book a mile away. And people, the feel... You know, just the way it's it's organized, you can tell that it's not been professionally done. So, the book has to be professionally done. That is your branding tool. It would be like a, a back to our original uh, discussion of having a yogurt shop, and then you walk in there, and it's all dirty, and you know, you know, there's nobody working at the counter, and you know, they only oh, have one flavor. And you, I mean, this is your your book is your you know the first entry point for so many people into this message. So, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely has to be professionally done. And, and I, I bring that up, Michael, only because I can't tell you, I, well, I could because you get this all the time, I'm sure. I get copies of books from people all the time wanting me to help promote them, and I look at it and I go, this looks like something a two-year-old made. Yeah, well, I, I have over uh, 500 queries a month that come in to me in my inbox, people who want me to publish their agent their books. And um, I can tell within 15 seconds if the author uh, has done a good job, knows what they're doing, understands the business. Um, I mean, I'll have stuff that's in, you know, 20-point font or, you know, I mean, it's just crazy what shows up in my inbox. Uh, so, yeah, I totally get that. Uh, there's all different levels here. And, again, back to our original point, what's it take to be a lawyer, a doctor, a CPA? I mean, you just can't put words on a page and think that you have a, a book that's going to be, you know, successful. I mean, this is absolutely a business that you have to roll up your sleeves and learn about and get into and, and spend money and, and build. It's a business. And that's, for me, one of the biggest challenges that I see with authors is they just think because they have a good message and they can write that that's that they're good, that that's it, that they're going to sell lots of books. And there's so many more aspects to this business than just putting words on a page and having it you know, packaged or printed and, and going out there. This is, these are big bills, and they're serious. And I just, I have, I've just seen so many authors lose, lose so much money in this business because they didn't treat it as a business. And literally, you know, people with 10,000 books in their garage because they got talked into – printing that many copies and thought they could sell them. And, yeah, it's just that the stories uh, that, that I've seen and the pain that I've seen with authors in this business uh, has been excruciating. So uh, if, if, if you take nothing else more from this call today, you know, for me, from this show, is that you literally have to realize that this is a business. It's, just, it's not just a book. Okay. I, I love that because we're going to go – into the national news break shortly, and I think you really helped set the stage with the first half of the show, Michael, about there is a funnel, there is a, a marketing plan, a business plan that is something people can implement. They just have to be willing to do the work, and when we 
um, come back from the national news, Michael, I'd like to deeper dive into this whole idea of you, you've got the free plus shipping, you've got a book bonus page, and you're creating these upsells, but what does that really mean? And, and how does somebody begin to implement that? Because it sounds simple on the surface, right? But you and I both know it's not. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're also going to share something before the end of the show on how some people can get some really good help from you directly as well. So everybody, we'll be right back with more from the incredible Michael Eden, my literary agent. He is just a bookmarker, extra extraordinaire, if I can get that word out of my mouth today. We'll be right back with more from Michael Eden on Intel. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited to be here with you, as always, my favorite time of the week. We are deep into a conversation with my guest today, Michael Ebling, uh, founder of the Ebling Agency, one of the top literary agencies. He was my literary agent, and he has taken on this role full force where he believes every author should be able to sell their books, make money selling their books, it's not just about being published. It doesn't stop there. And he is determined to help you if you have a book that's in you to make sure that your message gets out and that you're making money at it while you're doing it. Because as he said on the first half of the show, being an author is a business. And if you don't get that, your book's just not going to sell. Your message isn't going to get out. And I get asked frequently, Michael, from so many people, Laura, my book's not selling. What do I do? You know, my publisher said this would happen. And you shared so beautifully the first half of the show. Well, you know, you really got to treat it like a business. So how do people begin doing that? Laura? Yeah. Can you hear me, Michael? Yeah, just finished that last question. You cut out for a second. Okay. Um how do you? How does an author begin treating it like a business? What are the things that they need to have in place and begin doing a deep dive deeper into the whole concept that you presented the first half of the show? Yeah, and let's be let's be specific to again. So so we, we know what we're talking about here: nonfiction, prescriptive, how-to authors. Really, is um, you know where this business um, you know where this business piece is. So anything in relationship, parenting, business, uh, weight loss, uh, psychology, anything in the how-to space, you know, where they have to start is they have to start to think about how they're going to put together um, revenue-producing back-end products, things that they can actually make more than a dollar fifty or two fifty for a book. You know, a, a, a therapist may be wanting to bring more clients to their business, so they uh, have written a book so they have more people come, uh, you know, more clients that they work with. You know, a trainer may want to have more clients there. Now, that's all great and dandy. That's one-on-one work, but there are ways to actually scale that and to work with many people at a time. So really, ultimately, thinking about the transformation that your book provides for people and how to package that into something that has a, a lot higher margin than the book, which again is you know going to make you a dollar fifty to two fifty. You could probably make up to three or four dollars. 
you know, if you're doing the self-publishing world, but uh, when you do put all your time and effort and work in there, you're not really making that much money. So really thinking about what it is and how I'm going to package my message that's in my book into programs that will really not only help transform people's lives with my message, but also make me money. Okay, so I've written a book. It doesn't matter what the book is. Mine's What Would a Wise Woman Do? Questions asked on the way. What are some things that would be the next step? You talked about the free plus shipping model, and a lot of people are afraid of that because they're like, I'm going to lose money. But what you say is, no, that's the key with these other revenue-producing items. How do you price those items? How do you how do you sell them? How do you market that? I know I'm just throwing you like 30 billion questions, Michael. <laughs> you know, you're not, no, not a worry. I, you know, I think I'm going to plug someone in this space. He's really the grandfather of online marketing. Uh, his name is Jeff Walker. He actually is is published by the same publisher that you're published with, Morgan James Publishing. Product he, launch formula. Product okay. launch formula. And he, uh, his book launch would be a really good read for anyone to kind of start this process. Um, but, but basically he had a day trading uh, newsletter that he was sending out for folks who were trading stocks. And he realized how to write these newsletters to engage his readers and to inspire them and to uh, indoctrinate, if you will, in, in a good way into his message. And it became so evident to him that if he used um, these techniques that he has in his book, that you really will engage people and move them towards um, his, I think it's a $2,000 product launch formula that he sells. And he sells a lot of them. He has live events. Um, he's got LaunchCon, all these other things. But he started just like you and I and, and all these potential authors out there, just you know, with a small little email newsletter. And he hadn't even written a book yet, and you know, he he started just you know writing these little newsletters. So, you know, you're going to see um, as you study this. If you look at Tony Robbins or you look at uh, Oprah, you know how they got big and how they became. Uh, you know, so successful is they emulated, they copied other people that were in the space uh, that they respected and honored and thought were delivering a good message that was similar to theirs. And they they said on their websites, they said on their Twitter, their Facebook, they watched them, they got on their newsletters, they emulated what they were doing. And, the, and, and, and then, of course, the cream will rise to the top, and you'll start to see, okay, I can put together a 30-day program. I could do a one-on-one -on -one coaching. I could have a mastermind. I could do live events. There are many high-ticket offers or programs that you can produce, but it has to resonate with what your message is and how you can package it properly to, so that it has the most uh, chance to help people transform. Well, what is People are not familiar with you, right? I mean, Jeff Walker, for example, Tony Robbins, all of them, they have, you know, the $2,000 programs. But what if you're somebody new and you're trying to build out, can you do a, a lower price program, something that seems more accessible to somebody perhaps who did your free plus shipping kind of thing? It's not immediately taking them to the 2000 Maybe it's something lower price. How do you decide 
where these programs price points need to be to gather your list? Yeah, that's an excellent, excellent question. So one of the pieces that we build out in our uh, book marketing uh, funnel trainings is that um, we are teaching people how to drive traffic to the free plus shipping model for free. And the way we're doing that is that off the back end of uh, the, if someone buys, buys, if someone pays the seven ninety five for free shipping plus handling, and they get your book, which you know it should be at a break even for you, but let's say you spend a hundred dollars on Facebook ads to get those buyers. Kind of a, I'll give you a quick little math. So if it took you a hundred dollars on Facebook to get a hundred people opted in to your uh, your uh, Promotion with all the book bonuses, your your free plus shipping bonus, um, and let's say of those hundred people that opted in, ten people bought your book. So now again, the book is a, a even exchange for you, so you break even on that, right? So now you're down a hundred bucks on the Facebook ads. You built your list by a hundred people. You've you've sold ten of your books. But you are down $100 on Facebook ads. How are you going to make that up? And what we teach people in the training is how to do what's called a one-click upsell. You've seen this many, many times in many different forms when you go buy a product, whether it's a nutritional supplement or maybe it's a book or maybe it's something. Immediately after that, they'll give you an option to buy something that's more expensive and that uh, actually is a what we call a fast track into the training. So those products, to go to your original question, you know, are around $49. Um, and that helps, uh, for our perspective, helps people jumpstart the message. There could be video content in there. To use your words earlier, we could have a workbook in there. We could have PDFs. We could have a lot of stuff that helps make the book less one-dimensional, helps extract the principles out faster, especially in books that, you know, there's a lot of pain point. Let's say it's building a business or let's better have a better relationship or be able to, you know, be a better parent. There's a lot of pain in those messages and people want to get going faster. So what we estimate is that out of the 10 people who buy that book, two people will buy your one-click upsell. So that is $100. So basically, you've paid for, uh, you, you've basically broken even You've built your list by 100 people. You've sold 10 of your books, so 10 people are reading your book. You've sold two of your one-click upsells, and you broke even. So you just built your list by $100 in one day. You have 10 people reading your book. They are all 100 of those people are going to be in a nice, nurturing email sequence that are heading towards back-end programs where now you're going to look at – do I have a $199 product, a $299, $399? Again, using the book as a fulcrum, engaging the reader, knowing who your reader is, making sure you have a relationship with your reader, and bringing them through to uh, areas you can work with them more intimately. Okay. It sounds so simple. On the <laughs> <laughs> and. I know one of my biggest struggles over the years and my listeners' struggles and my clients' struggles that work with me on strategy is the actual writing of those Facebook ads and, and the upsell pages and stuff. I had the honor of having somebody I've known for close to 25 years, Brian Kurtz, on the show. I don't know if you're familiar with Brian. He's yeah. been in the direct response marketing world forever since you know, stuff was mailed to your house. 
and he sold a lot of books for a lot of people that way. And he, his recent book is Over Deliver. He was just on the show. And he talks about this quite a bit, that you can have the best list in the world or no list, but it, what matters is how you write what you're sending to them. So how do, how do you address that? Because so many authors, they're like, oh, I can just do this. I can, I can do my free plus shipping once again. It's write it and they will come. But how do you write that? I mean, I, I know you're so good at it. <laughs> You've done it for so many people. But the average person really doesn't even begin to know Absolutely. So, as I said, that resource uh, that I had given you earlier, the Jeff Walker's book, there are nine emotional triggers in there that help you to write uh, engaging content. In the boot camp that, uh, that I'll talk to you guys about a little later that we're doing here in Boulder in February, uh, there are everything is set up for success for the authors. The authors will walk away with a completely finished funnel in three days. We're going to give all the video script. We're going to give all of the, uh, the uh, Facebook ad script. We're going to put templates together. Our authors have spent tens of thousands of dollars testing these templates, putting these scripts together, finding out what converts best, and we're taking the best of all of those and having these templates ready for the authors that come to the event so it's plug and play. So you're literally just taking your message, your images, your video, and you're plugging it into these templates that not only reside you know, on your landing page, but also help you basically just put everything together really, really simply. Um, and we've, you know, our authors have spent all the money building these things out, so we've put them in for a plug-and-play method. So, yeah, so that's, that's how the structure is, is set up, is that we realize that this is difficult, and so we're making it very, very easy for any of the authors that are going to come to our boot camp. So. Right, and not everybody can make it physically to a boot camp either as well, but I, I know it's, it's well worth coming to. If I could fly with my ear issues, I would be on a plane tomorrow and, and go out there. Um, how do people find out more about this? I, I just want to really want to make sure we get this talked about before the end of the show. I, I can tell already that people are really interested in the topic. They want to reach out to you. I don't want you so inundated that you can't get to people, but I know that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, well, not such a hot topic. Um, so, what's the best way for people to get more information and go deep dive into this kind of book marketing that works? Yeah. So, there's a really nice video that we produced on a landing page that it'll be somewhere to landing page that you guys would produce for your for your uh, book funnel, and it's just bookmarketingfunnels.com, bookmarketingfunnels.com forward slash video. So uh, that's one way, bookmarketingfunnels.com forward slash video, or if you have specific questions and you want to reach out, I'm very available, um, and I, I will be happy to answer your questions, so you can just email me. It's michael at my last name, which is Ebeling, E-B-E, 
L-I-N-G agency.com. So Michael at Ebeling, E-B-E-L-I-N-G agency.com. And you can just go to our website. We also have a free publishing blueprint on the website that you can sign up for uh, at com. And however we can support you. Uh, any questions you have, um, if you have anything going on in your world you, you want to reach out, happy to help. The publishing blueprint. What would be the key takeaway you'd want people to have because if, if they're even considering going to a boot camp or doing anything like this there's work that they would need to do before they get there right absolutely we we you know there's so many of these uh raw raw live events boot camps things of this nature um and in order for our office to be successful, there is definitely pre-work that we require. And we won't let people come unless they get the pre-work done because when they do that three-day boot camp, which, by the way, is February 19th, 20th, and 21st here in Boulder, Colorado, um, that, that we're personally not going to allow them to come in because we want them to be successful. We want them to walk away with a fully completed book funnel in those three days. And there's no way to do that in those three days if they don't do our pre-work. So uh, the publishing blueprint is really um, an overview of all the different ways you can get your book to market. So it, it's actually called Publishing Made Easy Blueprint. And it's basically you know how to quickly publish your book and use it to build your wealth, build your business, build your author career. So we've tried to make that streamline for folks. Um, and again, that's on ebelinagency.com. You can just go download that for free. It just helps people to chart all the various pathways that you know are very difficult. It's difficult to navigate these publishing waters sometimes. So we want to make it simple for people to look at all the different ways that they can bring their book out and how they can make money on it. It's so true because one of the things I remember the most, Michael, when I met you, and I had written my book proposal. I had some. Um, companies interested in publishing my book. And one of the things I said to myself was, I know I might not need an agent, but I wanted an agent because I wanted a guide. I wanted somebody that knew the business of publishing, which I did not know. And I, I remember you saying to me, I don't know if you remember this, but you said, you know, you may not have the platform, Laura, but you get it. You, you get that this is a business. And I've taken that to heart in so many ways, and I'm so glad that you are stepping back in at this new level to help people because those words you said to me when you took me on, even though I didn't have, you know, a platform of 20, 100,000 people, um, gave me the confidence at that time to begin building a business funnel with the book. Yeah, and it's it's because I you know have sold hundreds of books to different publishers, and and almost every single one of my authors have come back to me and said, you know, Michael, the publisher just didn't do enough for me. The publisher didn't help me market my book. Um, I actually, for and you said to step back into this market, I actually for th- three or four years, in good consciousness, could not sell a book to a traditional publisher. 
I was tired of the promises. I was tired of them um, giving you know false hope to all these authors. And you know, ultimately, what really gets kind of crazy, and we don't need to get caught up in the weeds here, but uh, you know, it takes two, two to two and a half years for the book to come out. They don't do anything to help you market it, and then ultimately, they own your IP, they own your copyright, they own every word in your book. They buy your book; that's theirs. And so, if you really want to do programs and you really want to help people transform, you can't take the content that's in the book and put it into your programs because they own it. So I was just very disenchanted with the whole process, and I was not willing to put people through or my authors through that again until I had a fix. And I have now have that fix, and I'm in a situation now where I have authors selling 25,000 copies of their book in year seven, eight, and nine each year and building their list, you know, to 150, 200,000 people and, uh, you know, having very high-end back-end programs, $800 programs, and transforming, transforming and scaling their message. So I'm happy to be back here with something that I can feel good about and not wince when I wonder if the publisher is really going to do anything to help these authors. Ultimately, my long-term goal here is to take the power back for the author, to empower authors to take their message and, and spread it, knowing that they basically are the ones that are running their own business and it's not, you know, they're not uh, in this place of false hope or giving away all the power to the publisher. So it doesn't matter if somebody, if their book is about to come out or their book came out seven years ago. This work that you're doing, the Book Funnel Boot Camp, is February 19th, 20th, and 21st, you said? Yes. Okay, and since this does go to podcast, if somebody happens to be listening to this show after that date, they should still reach out to Michael at michael at eblingagency.com, and I'll have all that stuff up on the podcast information as well. Um, what would be the first thing you would want somebody to do if they're thinking about doing your boot camp? It's application only, right? It is application only. You can watch the video. It's a three-minute video uh, there, and there's an application process. It's a $100 completely refundable application. We do this for a couple of reasons. One, because we want to make sure that where someone's at, we can actually help them. Um, and that's very, very important. We also want to make sure that they would be a good fit for the people that are already coming and the people that will be in the room. We want people that are very, uh, you know, uh, uh, team-oriented and want to work with each other. And you know, this is a very intimate event for three days, so we want to make sure to vet out, uh, you know, everyone that's coming and make sure that it's, it's a good message. Like, for instance, it wouldn't be a good message if most likely if it was, you know, a book, a history or a memoir or, or fiction, something like that. So, um, yeah, and then what happens once they put the $100 application fee down is uh, I'll jump on a call with them and we'll go through their process and see, you know, about their book and where they're at and if this is a good fit. And if it is, uh, you know, then they're in. And if, they're not, if it's not a good fit, then we'll just refund the $100. But we want to make sure people are committed, understand this is a business, and are willing to roll up their sleeves and, and get, get, to, you know, get down and work here. Yeah, I mean, it really sounds like one of those intensives, but that when you walk away with it, you know everything that you need to do. You've got the copy. You've got the plan. But what happens after they leave there, Michael? Well, and in fact, the whole, the whole, their whole book funnel will be built in those three days. They'll literally be turning on traffic to their book funnel after that fact. So 
uh, yeah, so the next day and they would be doing, because the final day, the first three, there's three days in the event. The first day is all about the book offer uh, and getting everything together with all the bonuses and the video. And, and uh, the, the next day two is all about creating the book funnel itself with the one-click upsell we talked about earlier. And then the final day is all teaching about uh, putting together Facebook ads and how to to scale those Facebook ads and drive those to your to your free plus shipping offer. So, um, yeah, so basically once you walk away, and again, there will be pre-work. Um, we will definitely be asking people to do a lot of work on the front end to make sure that this three-day event is successful for them because it doesn't do us any good or them any good if they walk away and they don't have a completed funnel. So uh, in those three days, they'll have that funnel, and then basically once they leave, they're turning on their traffic for Facebook and, and uh, building their email list. And uh, and by the way, I don't know if I said that. I think I did earlier. But an email address, yes, it's twelve is worth twelve dollars to you annually. So, you know, it doesn't take much to uh, you know be in a situation where you're making five and ten and twenty and fifty thousand, a hundred thousand a year when you're building that email list at at a hundred people a day. So it's it's a very big asset. And even if you don't have your own program right away, let's say for you instance, let's say you had built a list of twenty thousand in your space. You can always mail for someone else that you find that their message resonates with you. So another business person or someone that is, uh, you know, in, in empowering women, you you can mail for a program they have, even if you don't have one, and they will do what they call affiliate marketing. And there's money there that they would uh, give you for sharing uh, about their event. So there's a lot of ways, but ultimately, building an email list is where you're really going to scale your business fast. Okay, and Michael, best way for people to reach out to you and get help? Uh, yeah, so the bookmarketingfunnels.com forward slash video or just email me at michael at ebling agency, E-B-E-L-I-N-G, agency.com. I love it. I mean, you shared so much great information. I want to thank you for being on the show with me, Michael. Thank you for having me, and uh, thanks for everybody out there, and I hope to hear from you. Everybody, remember, the right questions can change your life, including questions about how to sell more books. So have a great day, everybody. Keep asking questions. Reach out to me if I can help you in any way to build an amazing 2020 for you. Have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today.